Welcome back to the Heartland Pod. My name is Adam Summer, and I am your host. This is a Let's Have a Chat edition of the Heartland Pod for December 9th, 2021. On this particular chat, I have Lori White. Lori is a copy editor, a former Missourian. She's living up in New York. She's in Brooklyn now, uh, working up there. And she's worked in a lot of different progressive political arenas, done a lot of different things in politics over the years, uh, but has started doing something that's a little bit innovative. I almost call it guerrilla politics in a certain way. Uh, and I think it's a really useful thing. And I'm, I'm super excited for this chat. I was excited to talk to Lori. Uh, and, and I think we're going to have more of her. Um, I think we scratched the surface on the stuff that we can get into. So, uh, But essentially, the, the idea with Lori is that find a candidate and help them out with the social media side of things because it really doesn't take that much time. It really doesn't take that much effort overall. And it can help somebody who has, you know, great ideas and great ability, and it can help, you know, just elevate their game in a way that can help them get exposure and and donors and just get the message out to folks. So uh, interesting chat to stick around for that. Uh, for those of you who are new to our little show here, the Heartland Pod, thanks for joining us. This is an independent podcast produced right in Missouri for the most part. We do have a host out in Colorado who also does some of our production as well, Sean. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we're about a year and a half into this thing and we've been growing and growing and growing like crazy. And, and here we are. So, uh, if you're new to the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter with at the heartland pod. You can find us on Facebook the same way. If you want to get your shows over there, you can stream them right off of there. You can also check out heartlandpod.com. There is a button there to take you straight to the show page on the Adore hosting site that you can see all the different shows and the awesome individual graphics. It's one thing the Apple Podcast doesn't do that I wish they did. We have some great graphics for our shows, thanks to uh, Nicholas Linky, who is one of our show hosts for the Delta, and he also does a lot of graphics for us, and he makes a wonderful show graphics. So if you want to see those, uh, go to heartlandpod.com, click on the Listen Now button. You can also find our Patreon button on heartlandpod.com if you want to sign up to support us on Patreon. Uh, it's not required to listen to our shows. We do have some premium content. Uh, we have a show called The Last Call where myself, Rachel Parker, and Sean Diller, uh, who are the regular Monday show hosts, get together. And we take a topic and we dive kind of deep into that topic and we do it, you know, it's, it's the last call, right? So it's a little bit more loose. The conversation is is not as guarded uh, and, you know, a little bit more adult-themed at times. Uh, and so we've, we've put that on the Patreon page. We also have the Heartland News over there where we do some writing. So you can pick up that stuff over there. Uh, I do opening statements on the Monday shows typically, and uh, I will publish some of those. I've already published a couple, and there will be some more coming very shortly uh, as we get some time over the holidays to put some of that together. Uh, there's also going to be some specific merchandise. And we are, uh, we're not quite there yet, but it's coming very soon. Uh, we're going to do some live stuff, uh, for sure some live streaming stuff. Uh, you know, as the weather gets warmer again into the spring, we'll look at doing some live in-person type stuff when we can do that. So uh, that's going to be something that from a member standpoint, you're going to have special access to that stuff. So uh, check that out, heartlandpod.com. Click the Patreon button or just go to, if you already have a Patreon account, you can go over there. Five bucks a month, get you full access to everything. Uh, and, you know, our appreciation as well. This is not our day job and uh, none of us are 
making a living off of the podcast here. We're just trying to provide, uh, you know, a different way to talk about politics. Uh, you know, maybe it's not any smarter, but we, we hope it is, you know, a little more honest, a little more direct. Uh, you know, we want to use the facts and, and tell the truth as much as we can. Uh, and just, you know, just help folks kind of see through the, see through the BS, uh, for the most part. So one of those things that I want to address really quickly before we get to the chat is something that's going on in Missouri right now with education. Uh, Eric Schmidt has essentially put every single public school in Missouri on notice that he's going to sue them if they enforce any type of rules about masking. And he's basing this off of a court order. The the court order really doesn't say what he's saying that it says. Uh, And that's a problem in and of itself. But more importantly is that folks are taking this as some type of government issue, right? That it's that it's a government fight about the size. Of, it, it's not, okay? It's not. It's not about mass. It's not about freedom. It's not about the government. It's about attacking public education for political gain. It's, it's really that simple. And that's something that I, I hope, you know, part of what this show is about is about saying those kinds of things instead of trying to make this into something that it's not, okay? Instead of trying to fight with Eric Schmidt about whether or not his rules are constitutional and the, you know, is the County Board of Health rule constitutional, is the school board rule con- Look, the school board's allowed to put rules in place. School districts are allowed to put rules in place. County health board's allowed to put rules in place. The attorney general is twisting this and he's doing it for political gain. He's running for Senate. That's why he is doing this, period. That's the point. It's about political gain. Look for the benefit. Look for the why behind the what. Don't focus so much on what is being done. Focus on why it's being done. The why behind the what here is that it's about political gain for Eric Schmidt, and it's really that simple. He has to outpace Eric Greitens. He's struggling to do that right now. This is how he gets that done. Remember that. Remember that. All right, here is my chat with Lori White about Adopt a Candidate. Let's have a chat. All right, we're here for Let's Have a Chat. With me, I have Lori White, a copywriter based in Brooklyn, but what we at the Heartland Pod might refer to as an expat uh, coming from Old Missouri herself, just down the way in SDL from the east side of the state. So uh, Lori has a really cool program for 2022 about adopting a candidate for the midterms that I, I am very interested in hearing about. Uh, so Lori, welcome to the Heartland Pod and how are you? Hi there. I'm doing great. I'm really excited to be talking to you. Me too. And thanks for reaching out. This is, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, as we've grown, it's been cool. I've had a few, a few times where that's happened where somebody's like, Hey, I should be on your show. And I'm like, that's awesome. Come on the show, please. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. especially we start talking about what you're doing with Deb Lavender, who's, who's tell, tell us about what you're doing with Deb Lavender and who she is and kind of like why we've connected here. Well, yeah, it's sort of why we're talking because I I have adopted Deb Lavender officially, right. unofficially. I'm a volunteer for her and I saw that the Heartland Pod existed and I thought, oh, you guys should talk to my gal, Deb. Yeah. She's been running for Congress to, in Missouri since I was a kid in my hometown. I live in, I grew up in Kirkwood, okay. right outside of St. Louis. Yeah. And so I've known her forever and I saw that she lost to someone. She'd won a couple of times, lost a couple of times, won. And it was February. And I was like, I got one of her newsletters. And I was like, I'm just going to, because I'd always looked at her Instagram. And I go, uh, I'm just going to email her and say, do you need any help? 
(laughs) (laughs) And like, I'm a copywriter. I work in like messaging. Like that's sort of my background. I think I could really whip you into shape, but I said it like nicely, you know, help. I'm here. Like I just want to volunteer, you know, you know, my mom and (laughs) she does. And she was like, Oh yeah, I do know your mom. (laughs) And uh, she's like, yeah, actually that sounds great. So I'm, I'm talking to you because I was just sort of, I was click around Missouri progressive Twitter to see if there's anything to repost because I did wind up, I meet for one hour each week with Deb Mm -hmm. a week where we go over what's happening in Missouri and what she wants to, what she wants like the 30 to 40 year olds to find out about. Cause she, when I, when I suggested Instagram as like a platform that she could like do more on, Mm -hmm. She said, oh, yeah, you know, I was uh, just she's always just coming out of a meeting where she learned something. She's I was just I just learned that like a lot of 30 and 40, (laughs) they don't check anything else. They're not even on Facebook. They're all on Instagram, but I don't know what to do with it. And, you know, we went through like you can't link to anything, (laughs) you know, like we really started from the beginning. But she was I went in being like, I know Deb. Well, I voted I voted for her and like I'm familiar with her because she's She's from my town. Right. And I was so excited that I could use my my skills. Like I have a special set of skills. I love phone banking and text banking and sure. doors and all that stuff. And throughout my time volunteering, I will always be like, can I volunteer for this? Can I do this? Can I do that? Mm-hmm. And the, I'll go down the typical channels. But this was like a time to use my specific set of skills. So I was just, I was really excited. There's just like a world of possibility. And yeah. We've grown the following like by thousands. I'm starting, I like unofficially starting this like go adopt your own politician because I want some competition. Like Right. And that that's what I I love what you're what you're selling there because I think this should be huge. I think I think this should be all across not just Missouri. Yeah. I think it should be all across, yeah. especially the Midwest, at the very, very least. So what are you trying to get people to do? Because it's, it's one of the biggest complaints I have is the way that people use social media that are running for office. And there are, there are effective ways to use it and there are not effective ways to use it. So what, how can people do that? What, what you have talked about doing, how can people get into that? For me, it was finding a way to work with the candidate and just doing it, you know? So I was lucky that I, if the thing about Deb is like, she's sort of a, a boomer. Sure. She's a mom, my mom's age, if not older. I don't really know. I look mm-hmm. at her as an elder, a wise elder. I was, I went in expecting her to be kind of like, I don't know if we can post that, but she's progressive. So she's like ready to do it, you know? And sure. she's just anything that can, you can reach more constituents. She was like, she's happy if like 20 people see it. She's like, that's 20 more than we had before. She's very right. classically candidate in that way. Right. So as far as like doing it yourself, I think it helps if you reach out after they lose. I think that might have helped, but I really think it's like, I just emailed the candidate directly and I said, this is my deal. I want to volunteer. I can meet with you an hour a week and then I'll have like five to 10 hours, give or take. There are some, there are some weeks where I do like two hours plus the hour that I meet with her. And there are other weeks where I do way more because I just have the bandwidth. Sure. And just kind of very specifically say like, here's, this is my deal. I really like you. I want to meet with you. And I want to just like be your volunteer, like be your go-to person for this. Cause this is going to be so easy for me and it'll be your voice. And, but I'll just like make it happen. As far as doing that, it, it is giving you a place to really be involved. Talk about oh my that. Gosh. Like, like why that, 
not just doing social media, but why the involvement? I mean, you're not even in Missouri, right? So why are you so involved in, in Missouri right now? I've always been interested in progressivism. Like I've worked at, I worked at Upworthy for a while or was like figuring out how to like sell progressive ideas with Facebook headlines. And I started one of the like first secret Facebook groups for Hillary Clinton back in the day. I was always just like hacking my way into being helpful. I didn't recognize at the time, but I really recognize now it like really makes me feel better. Sure, sure. So I have... As opposed to just shouting into the void and just being mad at what's happening. You know, it's like, I because I, you know, my background at Upworthy and like I work in copywriting, I'm always trying to figure out ways to to say things that like work, making the words work. And so I get frustrated when I see, I'm like, oh, why are we repeating that? Why are we talking about CRT? We should be saying that everyone's just lying. You know, like mm-hmm. why, there are all these yes, different, yes, yes. different things. So now and it's so nice. It's like, it's literally like a weight flies off my shoulders and I go, I'm doing something because instead of being <laughs> like, oh, cause I get mad. Sure. And like a lot of a lot other pods I listen to, they're, they're like, they should be doing this. They should be doing that. And I would listen to them. I go, well, why don't you just freaking do it then? And then mm-hmm. I was like, wait, don't I just freaking do it then? Right. <laughs> so now instead of getting mad about it, I'm like writing it down in the notes of my phone and like getting ready for my Thursday morning meetings with Deb. Right. And it's kind of fun because she doesn't, I don't know how often she gets to like have these sort of, we talk about what we want to post for that week, but we also kind of talk about how we want to post it. So she'll come to me with her. She has like, she's she's more old school. So she's more like, oh, then this is wrong and we should ask for an apology. And I go, well, why do we take, why do we need to take them so seriously? They're like, right. they're losing the culture war anyway, like right. the GOP. If you ask them for an apology, all you're doing is is giving legitimacy to what they're doing. If right. You, like, just say, that's a lie. Move on. Yeah. We're like, okay. That's in like, we have, because I'm ready to be like respecting my elders. Okay. Uh, Deb's going to be, you know, but she's like, yeah, actually that's a good point. Right. Or she's right. like, well, we should, I, I don't know. Like, but then if we don't ask for an apology, then we never, then how are we ever going to get along? Et cetera. And like, she talks, she's like talking to her constituents. So she like yeah. knows, but it's like, every time I get mad about something or I see something, I go, hmm. yeah. well, I'm just going to talk about, I'll just, I'm going to test it with my, like, I have like almost 3000 followers. I, me and Deb, um, and I go, I'll test it out with our followers and see what they think. And there's like 10 or 20 people that I like know now mm-hmm. in our comments. And they're like my good Missouri progressives. Some of them, I like literally went into the Missouri GOP Instagram, which we have way more followers than. And they were like <laughs> yelling in the comments. And I was like, following you, like you should come, come to Deadland. Like we're we're doing something different there. And, and they're so fun. It's kind of like, don't get angry. Mm-hmm get going i don't know like get sure. emailing <laughs> <laughs> and like i really just directly emailed deb i didn't yeah. it wasn't even like a twitter dm it was like but she's like here's my email i probably could have called her I, I do think people don't understand how easy that part is like yeah same thing with with this right you, you just oh yeah hey here's a message what do you think about this i could have just not replied right yeah. it, that's the risk is that I don't reply, <laughs> and, but it's great because it opens up this, this chain of communication and you're doing things that are very similar to what we're doing. Uh, you have very similar ideas to what we're talking about doing. 
Um, I love, you know, you sent me uh, some some background information. One of the things on here that I, I was reading and I really like, the don't, don't feed the trolls. Oh, yeah. Well, when we're doing messaging stuff, like when we're just figuring out what we want to post, mm-hmm. okay, like we're, we're in Missouri, so like we have Eric Schmidt and he's like constantly suing to get masks removed and mm-hmm. he wants to like, he's having a moment with like CRT, et cetera. And it's like, well, anyway, moving on, you know, like, okay, it's, there's, there's like a feeding the troll vibe, which is this, like, how dare you? This is America. And we believe that we believe in beautiful things. And we do, but it's like, I'm not taking you seriously. Like you're not Aaron Sorkin. Like you're just Eric Schmidt. You're (laughs) annoying. And I'm not really listening to you. Cause like, you just like, are trying to be popular. Like I'm trying to like help people. So like, you know, so it's really like that. And I, I've been really like delighted, like having, I'll be talking with Deb and I'm like, she's like, Oh, this is upsetting. And I go, actually, it's kind of funny. Like they're kind of, I mean, it's serious what's happening, but it's also like, what are these people doing? And that it's that sort of like, they have reached an absurdity level with the lying where it has gotten to the point where it's not even creative anymore. Yeah. Like that's, I'm, I'm sort of at a, at a loss on that part. Cause I'm just like, man, I remember when my politicians were like crafty with Craft. their lies and now <laughs> they're just like, you know, whether it's Eric Schmidt or, or Jason Smith down in Southeast Missouri, mm. who just straight up lies. Like he just did a video the other week about how the build back better plan is going to tax cow farts. And it's just like, it's just a complete lie. It's a, it's a on total fabrication. Cow and pig farts. Because I, I'm, <laughs> I have family down in the, in the boot heel, and I, I grew up in Sykeston until I moved to St. Louis. I'm gonna throw so a roll, baby. Yeah. Okay, that's right, Lambert. <laughs> and I like. There's so much to talk about, like with the, the CAFOs and like yeah, yeah. this, you know. And I come from like of family farm situation and there's like i'm not selling it to china and there's like, anyway like we could go on and on yeah. but as far as like the craft yeah well it's true because you can just lie and then like people in the progressive world will go how dare you lie and then right. suddenly i'm promoting their lie right you know and so there's this sort it's of the like, outrage that they are lying instead of yeah. saying they instead of saying here's the lie here's why it's a lie and here's here's the actual information yeah, versus like, here's going the the moral outrage that this I man understand, would and I think it is this sort of like, listen, we are on social media. Our the robots have won. Like they've trained our brains, and yeah. you know you kind of get Facebook brain, and there's something that kind of clicks in, and you get this sort of righteous rage going, and you're like, that's wrong, that's wrong, and I, there's something that kind of blows our mind, and this is something we really. I'm excited that I get to try this out with Deb mm-hmm. is whenever I look at like progressive accounts I follow, I get more news about what's happening in the conservative world than what's right. happening in the, in the progressive world, because right. there's all this like, Oh my gosh, all I don't even care about their names. Like they have bad hair and they're annoying. Like I don't <laughs> want to know what they're doing and they're just saying things to bother people so that, yeah, so that the people who like, could do something different are just going to talk about what those people are saying. So I have a lot of fun, like figuring out like, well, what can we talk about? So like we made a whole list of every alleged corrupt thing that Parson has like done. Talk about like not being crafty. 
Right. It is just like, well, I hired my friend and this money's going to my friend and yeah. this is happening. And I made sure that if you wanted to get like a license to sell weed, like you had to use my friend. Right. <laughs> so it's just like, I mean, it's, it's just like podunk classic. And I'm just like, as someone who's from the boot heel, like, we're crafty Southerners. Like we're right. not. <laughs> no. Yeah. Mike Parson is not a crafty Southerner. He's, he is exactly what he looks like. Hey folks, it's Adam. Just a really quick break from the chat to remind you, we are an independent podcast. So please make sure to follow us on the socials with at the heartland pod on Twitter and on Facebook. And also please go check us out at heartlandpod.com. And if you could find it in yourself to click that Patreon button and subscribe, give us a chance to scale this thing up a little bit more clean it up even more maybe even who knows maybe we could get a production assistant or a research assistant you know something like that to really make this thing sing that would be awesome uh check it out heartlandpod.com click the patreon button and subscribe five bucks a month gets you access to all kinds of extra stuff and now back to the chat with Lori white he's a special boy <laughs> i'm like looking i'm like looking at the list i'm just like do 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 like boy. just like reading it like it was there's just it's it's laughable and it's funny it's it's tough because like these things are bad yeah what's happening is bad but that doesn't mean we have to get all mad about it it's just like these are losers what they're doing is what losers do and okay you know like i'm and and it's got it has to catch up at some point because you can't you can't keep emptying you know the spit bucket right into the water well over and over and over and over and over again at some point in time it's going to contaminate the water enough and people are going to notice like they're going to catch up with it you know and that's something that like it's great to have these talks with deb every week because she's talking to actual people Mm -hmm. and that's that's why i did text banking like i did in north carolina during the 2020 election just to be like what do you think and people just people that she speaks with they just want some peace and quiet. They want to get along. They're like, they go like, I, they don't feel that they want to be mad all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's this other, like, there are some, there are like different types of messaging that I've been testing out. And when I say messaging, it's just like how I talk about in a post. Right. And one of the ways is this sort of idea that there like really isn't polarization. There's just like 10 bad guys and everybody else just kind of <laughs> scrambling around like, while like the 10, well, while we're distracted, they're like, Ooh, we got more money, you know, like, right. Ooh, what if we just took away some more like healthcare rights? And like, what if we just like, you know, consolidated our wealth a little more. And that's, um, that, that like was very like comforting to me. Uh, I've always been a Democrat. I've always been super progressive, but I have Republican friends and like, I don't really think that they're all the devil and like, some of them are like never Trumpers, et cetera, et cetera. And it's sort of nice to be like, well, yeah, because when it comes down to it, like at least from what I hear from Deb, there's some purple vibes in Missouri and people aren't, it's not quite like Georgia where it's like there's extra blue people we can find. Right. I do think there are in Missouri, there are blue people. We just have to get them registered, but there are some purple people. Right. And I think everyone is ultimately a purple person. I mean, I'm a blue person. And then there's like purple people, but I'm a blue person. (laughs) But it's like, I like this idea that there isn't this like, it's like a, is it a media or is it like something that the, the right wing propaganda kind of apparatus has, 
has, it's just like vocabulary that we're now using. And that's right. something that happened when um, we did something, you know, this is just, so this is just an example of like, this made me mad. So then I talked to Deb about it and then we posted about it. Right. Virginia, we lost Virginia, but we won like so many other things. Right. And I was like, Right, but all we heard about was the governor's race in Virginia, just and over like, and over and over and over and over. I asked myself, and when I was talking with Deb, I was like, who wants me to think it's over right. because of Virginia? Right. Who would really love me to give up? Obviously, and the other side. That's a really good way to frame it, too, because you're doing the very classic, like, who benefits from this messaging? Who benefits from me accepting this particular thing? Instead of going, how can I counter this argument? Think about where it's coming from in the first place and go there. Go there. Well, I mean, that's something that, you know, I, I'm i an Instagram. I'm an Instagram girl. I've run Instagram for like HBO and Amazon and all these different places. <laughs> Not to be fancy, <laughs> but, you know, credentials, right. who they are. And like, you got to use it. Yeah. And yeah. so... We but there's fun. a why behind the what. And so when I hear something like, oh, Virginia, we should give up, blah, 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 blah. And like, it's okay to be upset. But like, I go, why? Is Because this is a big election. Other things were going on. So right. And it actually happened that one of a former contestant on The Bachelor, who's very progressive, shared how of her followers shared every progressive win that they had. And it took up like, it was like 30 different frames. It took up right. like three different posts and I shared all of them. She shared our thing. Like there's just like, and that's an example. There's just a lot of like untapped energy mm-hmm. in Instagram world, whether it's like, and it's been really nice to, like I said, I went into the GOP Instagram for Missouri and I took the people who were yelling yeah. I said, well, just what if you like shared my stories about like how Mike Schmidt is annoying, right. you know, and then we can commiserate <laughs> in that way. And I would say nationally. Yeah. So what I, what I would love to see and and I'm already, I'll take, call, I'm taking calls to other people who are like interested in adopting mm-hmm. and just like email. If you, whether you are from a hometown place like me and you have politicians that you you look and go, oh, just look. You go, I feel like their Twitter isn't great. I feel like their Instagram could use help. Maybe their emails could could be better. You just go, hey, I will volunteer for you. Like, I'm completely volunteering. This is just right. like, I, it's, it's, a, it's a valuable donation. Sure. <laughs> if time yeah. is money, okay. Absolutely. Um, to just be posting on Deb Lavender Official. So how can Instagram. somebody get a hold of you so that if they want to do this and they can pick your brain directly? Oh, well, I think you reach out to me via Dub Lavender Official on Instagram. Okay. That's like going to be guaranteed to get to get me. Okay. Because I'm, I'm monitoring all of the messages. and But you can also find me directly, um, me, Lori, um, on Twitter. And my, my handle is Lori. That's three L-O's and the L-O-R-I. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I will, <laughs> I will put that in the show notes for people who are interested. Because I do think it's a, I think it's a great idea. Um, and the, the, uh, I kind of want to circle back to getting people to do it because yeah. the... I know. It's like we could gab and gab and gab all yeah. about messaging and this and that the other. But I wanted to talk to you because I wanted to say I did this and it, I didn't expect it to be this rewarding 
or this like straightforward to start. Right. But it really was. And, and the it, thing and it about matters. we know that it matters. Well, the thing is like candidates and politicians, right. They're not regular people. They love to talk to people. They love to get help. They love to get right. volunteers. They, they're like, they're not like others right. <laughs> in that way. Like they want, if you come to them and say, I see this, I want to fulfill this need. This is how I'll do it. Like, it's really just about like bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. And there are, and there's like a handful of people. Some of them I've reached out to directly. Some have reached out through Deb Lavender who are like, do you need help? Can I, I was like, why don't you like try finding a politician to adopt? Like, right. We can, and like, I'm, I'm going to start working with Deb and like, if she knows of any folks who, uh, who are running for stuff or who are just like, cause Deb right now isn't running for anything. She's just sort of trying to be a, a conduit. Sure. So there was a perfect time for, cause she, she had lost the race and she was like, I don't know what to do. I was like, what if we like kind of blew up on Instagram? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So it really is reaching out directly. I would say in kind of a class, more classical way of reaching out like email or phone. Mm-hmm. I emailed because I didn't feel like calling. Phone, you know, phone is I'm such a lost start. It's such a lost start, <laughs> and it's so powerful. It's uh, true, and people really like it. It's like it's like oh, when yeah. you get a letter in the mail. People really like phone. That's they true. actually do like phone calls. They they lie and say they don't, but they actually do like it. And you get a lot more done on a phone call in five minutes. Oh my gosh, it's insane! You plan a war yeah. in five minutes on the phone. <laughs> You're like, it'll take a year on text message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, it's so funny because my whole, my, my whole life, like I'm in my late thirties, I would be volunteering for candidates and kind of like going with their flow, Mm -hmm. like just going, I'll volunteer. And they go, okay, well, here's the five categories. You can knock on a door. You can do this. You can call, you can make copies. You can go get donuts. You can sit around or whatever. And I go, okay. Right. If this is what I have to do, then I will do it for America. And it was great. It was rewarding. Mm-hmm. But this reaching out directly saying, this is what I think I can be good at for you. And I'll volunteer to do it. And you'll be the driver. And I'll just be like your Spock, the Spock to your Kirk. And I'll just sure. post everything. <laughs> and and I'm curious. It I'm learning so much about like a Missouri what's going on in Missouri, <laughs> all the laws, everything that's affecting like every different part of Missouri. And I'm learning like it's pretty in, wild in, <laughs> well, it's so great because in, in trying to figure out how to tell others what's happening, I'm teaching myself because yeah. it is a little puzzling. I'm like, cause, and I, and I have like someone with decades of expertise and experience. I don't have to Google. Like I just go, Deb, what, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Right. And she's like, what is the, what's going on with the sunshine law? Like what was happening with the like secret <laughs> messages and then what's going on there? And she's like, well, actually this is that. And then that. So, and you can find it all <laughs> different ways that Mike Parson is corrupt. Deb Lab official. Right. It's lavender on Deb Lavender. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, lavender. what's the perception like, you know, you're in Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. So what is the perception like there when, when you say to somebody, I'm from Missouri? Well, what kind of face do they make? Well, okay. Cause I've and been, why is it offensive? 
I've <laughs> well, here I, I have a couple different things to say about that. It's not always that it yeah. has evolved. So I've been on the. I went to college in Philadelphia. I went to Penn, okay. and that was an offensive moment. Everyone mm-hmm. was like. I think they thought they're being funny, sure. but they're also, you know, it's like the East Coast people are a little more punchy yeah. and they show their love by kind of joshing with you. And sure. it's not something that my Midwestern countenance fully understood until I'd spent a few years with them. <laughs> so I think they were like, oh, ha, 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 do you wear shoes? You know, and I was like, shut up. Yeah. I'm from, I was like, I'm fairly, I'm fairly worldly. I'm from the big city, St. Louis. <laughs> um but then I noticed, and I don't know, I feel like it's because, like, maybe Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel married a Midwesterner. So <laughs> Midwesterners started getting this reputation of being, like, really nice and hardworking. <laughs> right. right. So now it's something that I like, to, I like to drop when I'm, like, talking to clients or in interviews. I go, like, oh, well, you know, I'm just a Midwesterner, so I'm just, I really love people. And they're right. like, oh, my God, I worked with a Midwesterner, and they were just so nice. <laughs> it was so nice. They brought me a casserole and I'm just their coworker. I was like, oh yeah, of course. So there is, I will say like Missouri, Midwesterner, right? right? Missouri, no one knows where it is. No one knows what it is. Some yeah. people, because I'm from St. Louis, think I'm from Louisiana. Oh. And these are like Ivy League educated people. Interesting. I think they just like, they're not thinking about it. They mm-hmm. go Louis, Louis, Louisiana, Missouri. Sounds kind of French. There. Yeah. And they're just, they don't know where it is. They don't know, they do not know, like map couldn't point it out. <laughs> but they know, they're, you know, Missouri pops off sometimes. You know, we had Aiken with his like moment sure, about yeah. rape and we had like, you know, Josh Hawley with the fists and stuff. So sure. like they, they, Missouri pops off and we have, we have Miss Corey. And so people are like, oh my Corey Bush, I saw her on the AOC documentary. Like that's exciting. She's from Missouri. Yeah. Um, I'd like to remind people that Andy Cohen of the Housewives of Every One and Only, yeah, from Missouri. Okay, yeah. so like, um, I always go John Goodman's from Missouri. And John like, Hamm. John Goodman. Yeah. Um, ton of ton of folks. So yeah, I mean, people don't know anything about Missouri, and they don't really understand, and they don't know where it is, and but they have like. Sort of like, huh, is that the South? Where is it? Kind of. Midwestern, you know, they're just sort of like, <laughs> I don't know why I'd go. The Arch, though, you know. It so, wasn't, and then Mizzou joined the SEC, and suddenly there was Zaxby's everywhere. And oh, my it's goodness. kind of the South now. <laughs> the, like, Mississippiification of my yes. high school football games. So much. Is sort of. So much. Mm, it's, it's wild. Like, I don't know, man. There's a lot more monograms happening and like dads and cowboy hats so and just much like monograms. in St. Oh Louis, babe. Like, and I'm I was from the booty hills. Like, that's allowed to right. be. You're allowed to right. do something there, but in St. Louis, like, it's no, sort it's of made like, it, yeah, it's made it north of the rivers. It's kind of like you know when the Northerners would come to the Sykes and Rodeo and like pretend to be cowboys. Right. It's sort of yeah, like yeah, that yeah. energy. It's like just be yourself. <laughs> But, you know, it's fun to dress up, I guess. <laughs> Square towards We all have to, boots. like, have our drag moments at some point. <laughs> the football dads of my high school, my former high school. Cowboy drag. Like Want to dress up? That is great. It'd be a cool band, <laughs> Cowboy Drag. Well, yeah, we'll <laughs> Lori, thank you very much for your time. Uh, we we I think we have to do this again. I think this uh, – I wasn't sure where this particular chat was going to go. 
And so I think there's a ton that we could do and a ton that we could talk about. Um, so mm. let, let's visit again and uh, let's let's keep in touch. Appreciate your time. Yeah, I'd love to do like a top 10 most Missouri messaging things that we're doing because there Hell is yeah. exciting things happening and for other people to use. Like I'm like an open source volunteer. There you go. That'll Steal be, my stuff. That'll be part two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Larry Wyatt, thank you very much. The Heartland Pod is a production of Midmap Media, LLC. Follow us on Twitter with at the Heartland Pod. With email, you can reach us, heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com. Online with heartlandpod.com. Subscribe and please sign up for our Patreon with patreon.com slash heartlandpod. Become a podhead or an official podgressive today and unlock all of our content. See you at the next show. <laughs>